right, so here we are, shot on tour of this wonderful lady, Sue Lawson. You might have seen her in such um, uh, children as comedy. <laughs> Tom and Shay. Anyway, tell us what you're doing here. It's amazing, by the way. It's all packed now. And um, we're doing people. a timely, informative and engaging event, which is looking at energy saving and nature. And so when we had a survey, so Calm Without Parish Council, I'm a member of Calm Without Parish Council. We declared a climate emergency in April 21. 2021 and then we set up a, a little working group and then from that working group we thought what can a small rural parish council really do to help the climate emergency and environmental emergencies so we did a survey and we asked our residents and they came back to say to us that they thought household energy and the local environment were things that were important to them so hence this event so we put this event on couldn't be more timely considering the debacle that is going on in the sort of energy world is is that is that is that part of a part of a concern that people have been talking to you as a councillor about this cost of this illusionary cost of living crisis because obviously if it was a crisis they wouldn't be making profit on the uh, on the energy would they so what's the what's what's your take on that as a Yes, um, people have been talking to us about it, which is why we've and we've tried to make it this event really informative. So there's a range of stuff for people from Mormon Safe Wiltshire who are here to help residents on low incomes, just avoid the impact of fuel poverty, to people who might be considering about putting in heat pumps or solar panels. You know, right. You know, so, so we're trying to get a range of different organisations. So if we go around and just see what the organisations are. But if people want to contact you, not just from the local environment, because this goes out all over the place, you about. Uh, different initiatives. Can you give Maya your information so we can do it as a councillor? Yes. Any other groups? Yeah. Aren't you so, uh, uh, part of the? Um, Ava needs trees. You'll yeah. seen the the. Some <laughs> Listen to me as if anyone's watched any other other whatever. Watch this one though. Who's on it? Sue. I'm watching that one. This will be this will be fireworks. Ava needs trees. Ava needs trees. We did oh, a, a podcast on lovely Brilliant. charity who are wanting to plant trees. As you may or may not know, Wiltshire's only got ten percent tree cover compared to England's kind of rate of 13%. We're meant to be getting 17% um, by, you. Um, you know, in terms of government targets. So we've got a long way to go in Wiltshire. And they are a charity who are planting trees and buying land to plant trees so that, that land will be protected. So they're an amazing charity. And we've also got Friends of the River Marden here who are, and we're working with them and Brem Zero from Brem Hill to look at the whole of the River Marden, which starts in our parish in Carlton, goes through Carlton and York and Brem Hill, to make that into a whole blue corridor so that then we can we can support the aquatic and terrestrial biodiversity, get more people out in and being able to access it and just help the river regenerate because some of the rivers needs a little bit of attention. So you've got it all going on. You've got the house, the domestic side of it, you've got the natural side of it, how it affects people on a local basis, but how that interacts with everything else. Rivers obviously flow from county to county, etc. Yes, exactly. That's why we're walking with other parishes. Perfect. Perfect. So this is amazing. So listen, there's loads of information. Avon Needs Trees. We've done a podcast before. You haven't seen it. Watch it. It's a really great organisation. This is a really great woman. I would like to say thank you on behalf of myself. (laughs) <laughs> I was about to say someone else and yeah, I ain't saying yeah, it. You yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying it. Anyway, Sue Lawson. Sue Deedigan actually, as well without parish council. I didn't thought I remember. I thought you changed your name. You might know that, yeah. No, I thought you'd not change it back. No, well, only on Facebook. Anyway. Okay. 
<laughs> this is actually Dick and I'm shocked. Anyway. And so he's got the same name as me and everything. Yeah. Where'd you get that name from? This is brilliant. Can we just go around and, and film all the different stalls so everyone can get an idea what it is? Yeah. yeah? Thank okay. you over and out from this. It's great Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Basically, what we do is we re. Uh, Can I re film re you for our podcast? Sorry? Can I film you for our podcast? If you would like to. Thank yes. you. Um, Go ahead. So, we're Avon Needs Trees. We're a, a charity that reforests land for climate change reasons, for biodiversity reasons, uh, to create nature reserves as well. We've got two, two sites quite local to here Puddingbrook Wood, which is on Stanley Lane, and our first site, which was Hazeland which is uh, just sort of being Brem Hill and Studley, really, people don't know. I've never um, been, I love to go there. Um, this, this, this was, uh, this is ancient woodland here, and these were, these, these bits were woodland, these pastures, but then they were, in the 50s, they were chopped down the farmland, and we bought those, and, and now we're, re we're replanting the forest where it used to be, basically. Yeah. So, We've got one area here which is mainly uh, broadleaf trees and then this area which is a mixture of broadleaf and shrubs and things like that mainly and this area which has basically just been left naturally to go wild and let nature do what it likes in that area. Yeah. We have um, there's a the water meadow here which has tremendous amounts of uh, biodiversity and wildlife in it, uh, dragonflies, butterflies, damselflies, slow worms, grass snakes, shrews, all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and we also have otters on the side. Oh, wow. Amazing. So, um, oh, how sweet. They've got otters and there, there is no public access. Oh, okay. But we do have days of the year, lots of days mm -hmm. in the year, where we have events where people can come oh, onto amazing. the site. So that we do have public access, but it's strictly controlled. Because yeah. you've got to be careful, because there is biodiversity, there is a lot of nature going on, but we don't want it disturbed, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this, Puddingbrook Wood, was a very different site. That was just a field. And we planted about 7,000 trees and several thousand shrubs in there. In, we finished in March. So that is, that is actually, at the moment, a forest of tree guards rather than yeah. the forest of yes. trees. <laughs> um, it's all the scouts down there planting them up. Yes, yeah. yeah. But we, we've got, um, they're, all, they're all biodegradable tree yeah. guards as well, uh, made of uh, sucrose. So, and no, you can no access this one. You can't, no, there's no oh, public, but yeah. there will, there maybe in the future. But what we are going to do eventually, we've, we've got all the fencing for it, we just haven't done it yet. 
is there's going to be a picnic area just here off the cycle path so that there'll be notice boards there telling everyone about it so you'll be able to go in and see it but there's not because of because of the trees are small because of the, yeah. uh, there's wildlife and things like that we don't want dogs in there we don't want um yeah. people in there at the moment yeah there's no public there are no public rights of way through any of the sites yeah, yeah, yeah. so i mean if if people in the future there may be but there were there's we'd rather have people come on days yeah. days and have a like have a, a look round. yeah and rather than actually have just just general public access yeah yeah makes Thank you so much. Okay. Right, okay, so here we are at the Lansdowne Hall in Derry Hill. The folks on the hill uh, at the Energy... What's this called today? It's called the Energy something, isn't it? There you go. That guy said it. Now, not only, have we, <laughs> not only is that happening, but this gentleman here... What's your name, sir? I'm Paul from Potton Honey. Paul from Potton Honey. I love it. All this made locally in Potton for, for those people that are watching outside Wiltshire it's a lovely little village in Wiltshire and these are made from the bees wax how good's that what do you and do you work for this organization yeah <laughs> excellent my, my daughter Katie Katie do you partake of the honey do you, do, do you like honey yeah. it's really healing as well isn't it it's, it's got healing properties good for hay fever what else is it good for uh, we can see got your local flavours, your local pollen yeah. in the yeah. area. You can sample. So what honey you're eating? Yeah. It's from your local beekeeper. Yeah. It's also your local pollination. So, yeah. Do you know uh, there's a guy in in Ireland where we were doing this project in Ireland who said that his daughter had really bad asthma, and she started eating local honey, and never had to take her back to the hospital. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to advocate that just in case anything, but it has got amazing properties. Yeah, and you're just saying hay fever. Do you not, do you not know of anything else? Because we always take it when they've got coughs. I, well, basically, it's good for health, with honey and lemon, for yeah. obviously cold remedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a customer last week come and buy some honey with a kidney infection, but obviously that's his own personal choice to buy it I, yes. I'm not obviously a doctor I can't yeah, prescribe yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's what people buy it for their own personal some people buy yeah. it purely for their cereals in the morning some people buy a spoonful of honey in their tea every yeah. day and yeah yeah a bit of both a bit, a bit of medication as well this is great so is this all you do now for a living no no this is a hobby Hobby stroke small business. Yeah. I've got a full time job. Yeah. And um, I do this in the evenings and weekends with the help of family. Perfect. So tell me this though, environmentally, biodiverse biodiversity, etc. etc. coming into play. These are major pollinators, bees. What's your what's your experience with illness and, and lack of um, lack of biodiversity really? What's your feelings around it? Well the last few years obviously there's been a lot of realisation with the lack of pollination, the bees are in decline. But now the farmers are doing their plantation strips when they fill their flowers. Yeah. More people have been more aware that the local authorities are not cutting their verges so often. So yeah. got the wildflowers, they cut them off, the wildflowers die and go to seed. Yeah. You know, the biodiversity is gradually increasing. Yeah. There's a lot more awareness out there now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more beekeepers come online as well. Yeah. You know, since since lockdown, as people take us a little hobby and yeah. expanding everything. So yeah. It's, so how long yeah, brilliant. So how long have you been doing it then? Uh, five years now. Five years. So before lockdown, what, what motivated you to do it? Because I've, I've always thought about doing it. I've always wanted to do it. It's been a childhood dream. Yeah. I grew up in a town where a big honey company 
what Gail was hunting at the time, basically yeah. Marlborough. Those yeah. walk past their store every day, well, their, their yard. And those would be sort of fascinated by what the side see the vans going out there, the hives in the mornings. Yeah. And those, it's completely just planted the seed. And over the years, I've always wanted to do it. And when I moved to Potter and I had the right garden, I did a introduction course for Kenneth Beekeepers for a year. Yeah. I had a, like a mentor for a year. And then I had hive and garden and it expanded from there. And here I am today. Wow. My wow. Do you ever think you do it full time? I'd love to. I'd love to. It's a long term dream, but yeah. one day I will. We've got a shop in Chippenham. Why do you put it in there? Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a community shop. Right. For can do arts. So if you look in Emory Gate, have I got a card? I'll give you a card. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I have a card. And just put, put all your information. Oh, Right, so that's brilliant. So, wait, so the next time you see this geezer, hopefully, we'll be in our shop in the shop in Kandu in Emery Gate. Right, let's just leave this for the time being and then we'll come back Should to it. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get the honey. Okay. Don't We need to get one of these eggs, this eco eggs, but they're not selling them. I've they're heard really of those before. Yeah, there's yeah. various other uh, saving ideas. Get your hands in. This is the one that comes with this brand, the standard, right. but that's just got longer handles. And that's what pressure cooker, or is it? Pressure cooker. Yeah. This is everything. So, pressure cooker, uh, where's it got? Slow cooker, you can saute things in it. Pressure cook things in it. You can make yogurt in it. You can make rice, rice cooker, porridge maker. Do you use it regularly? Every day. For eight years. You're good at cleaning. <laughs> it does not need much cleaning. No. That is so easy. Wow. We bought another insert, which is a non-stick one. Yeah. But that one is just never difficult to clean. It's just wipes off at the end. That's amazing. So it's all in one. But does it save a lot of energy? Yeah. 90% of the energy of, if you did something on the hob versus that. Yeah. And that's 90% more efficient. Wow. Do you, we put this out in the podcast. Yeah. Do you yeah, mind? You don't mind. It's going to go out on Sunday. Just because this is amazing. What is that? I'm just a, I'm not you an expert it. in it, I'm no, not no, selling the red thing. Yeah, I use this all the time. So I bought it originally about 10 years ago, might be 12 years ago, as a rice cooker. Yeah. It was like perfect rice. Yeah. Um, and then I learned you do everything in it. So now we do, so this is a dog bowl, just a bog standard dog bowl that fits inside. Uh, it's like a little hack. And these are egg cooker. And now I can cook all in one, like a curry underneath. So you can do like a chicken curry, wow. lentil curry, yeah. chickpeas, and your rice in there. And then you put it on for and done in four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, four minutes under pressure. That'll cook the rice perfectly. Your chicken. Wow. Wow. Bit of time to heat up to get to that point, and then four minutes cooking. Yeah. And then you can release it. It takes four hours to get to that point, but once it's there, <laughs> about 15 minutes maybe. Or, but you just can leave it to it at that point. Yeah, yeah. So you just put it on and then come back whenever. Is you this do. your stuff over here? Yeah, it's not. So you've got the egg, you use the egg, do you? I don't use it all the time. I say to other people, use it when it's lightly soiled stuff. Like, right. I tend to use that bio stuff. Then? I don't know 
why I don't use it very often. I just, I think COVID hit and I was a bit like, what about bacteria? And I was yeah. a bit went back to detergent. But yeah. um, Amanda uses it all the time and I've got a friend who only uses that now as well. And it yeah. is really good. I just need to remember that to go back and give it a go again, I think. Cool. Cool. Wow, well, well done. So you're just volunteering here today? Yeah, well, I'm one of the councillors of Calm Without Parish Council, so we put this event on. We have an eco-working group. Yeah, no, it's good. It's about time. Yeah, which is what we tried to run yeah. this event, but we made it more of an energy saving, because obviously that matters most to people, but that's also obviously yeah. carbon emission reduction. Yeah, well. no, no, absolutely, and about biodiversity and the, um, the cost of living to Barcall. Yeah. Isn't that a funny thing? Are you not intrigued by the sort of cost of power? Yeah, I mean, intrigued, I guess, worried. Yeah. Trying to, trying to minimise the impact to us. Yeah. yeah. But what do, you th- what do you think that's about? Why do you think that's come about? Sure. Do you think? Sure. So, so here's my point there, just on that little bit then. So if it was a big problem, how are they making profit of it? Yeah, so a lot of people... Just what you're saying. It's, it's like this. It, isn't it? Some of it's really hard to source, so that's yeah. putting the prices up, and then the really easy to source stuff yeah. just goes, oh, we'll charge that much to do. Right, so what market. I'm saying is, you know when it was, like, owned by us? Oh, yeah, what? When it was yeah. national? Yeah. Do you think it would cost as much if we owned it now? Do you think that we would charge ourselves so much so that some yeah, people so couldn't afford to heat the food? Yeah. No, I'm just saying that in your capacity as a councillor, because obviously you make those decisions on a... Oh, no, but listen, you've got to be. I, think, I don't think people should be allowed to be a, a, an MP until they've been a parish councillor. Or they've been a county councillor, town councillor. I don't think they should be allowed to be an MP if they don't live in the place for more than five years before they try. So they know about it. Our whole system is absolutely... And the, the reason why it costs so much is, no, is nothing really to do with it. Like root cause. If you did the root cause analysis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's other ways to avoid it. Oh, 100%. You just wouldn't make, if it was a desperate situation, no one would make profit at someone else's loss. It's just it's a moral imperative. Thank you for that, then. Cheers. Well, this amazing event's got something for everyone. They've even got free food. Food's amazing. I mean, they have a donations box. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put a donations box any minute. I'm going to put some money in there because it's well worth it. But we've got great stuff for all the young people to do. Well done, Abby. We've got talks. Lots of different um, advice stations. Got to really commend Calm Without. I'm within. Everybody's talking for about the gym. Really good work. It's great to see an active council. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>